Hello, everybody, and welcome back to From the Front Row. This week's episode is about the Iowa City Bike Library, and Garrett interviewed Walter from the Iowa City Bike Library to tell us more about it. I'm Lauren Lavin, the executive producer, and if you're new here, welcome. We're a student-run podcast that talks about major issues in public health and how they are relevant to anyone both in and outside the field of public health. Hello, welcome back to From the Front Row. We are a student-run public health podcast here at the University of Iowa. Today I'm talking with the employees of the Bike Library in Iowa City. And we are on location here at the wonderful Bike Library. And my guest today is Walter. Hello, what's up everyone? Uh, I'm being a little awkward on the mic. It's no camera, but you know, you can hear my voice. (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, we'll just start with what is your role here at the Bike Library? Well, my role is extravagant. You know, I'm the shop coordinator slash mechanic. Um, the first face that you see when you walk in. Um, and then some either the last one that you'll see when, they, when you leave. Yeah, Walter likes to stick around here at the Bike Library. We don't, I don't think I've ever seen him not here, actually. You know, it's my second home. I wake up <laughs> here, I shower here. It's kind of crazy. Well, that speaks a lot to uh, the impact to the community, huh? That you just like to always be around here. Um, I guess you want to talk a little bit about the other people here at the Bike Library? Yes. Uh, so, I don't know. What do you want to know? Like, I mean, just, yeah, just say their name. We'll give them a little credit because they couldn't make it here to the, the recording, but it's... So we got Audrey, which is the main boss. A lot of people know her in the community. If you haven't, come down to the Bike Library. She is... What's it called? Just done a lot for the community, um, and I hear a lot of cool things that she's done and progressed here, um, and a lot of people are proud, and so am I. Uh, definitely gotta talk to her. She's she's definitely an adventure person. <laughs> and then we got Drew, our lead mechanic. He has worked at World of Bikes, so you maybe you know him from there. Otherwise, he's here on on site all the time, and one of the Smartest people I know, um, what's it called? He knows a lot about bikes, yeah, that's for does. certain. Yep, and, but either way, if you ever talk to Drew or Audrey, I'm telling you, they're very extraordinary people. They've they got a lot to teach and a lot to talk about. So. And when did you started? When did you start at the bike library? Um, I'm gonna say two years ago. Exact date, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, y'all. I work and. I don't realize I just let time fly and it's just a, it's always just a good time here. Well, all right. So since you've started here at the bike library, what however long ago it might have been, um, what have you seen grown here at the bike library? And, um, I guess since the beginning of your involvement. So to call this is a good question. The Latin community has grown a lot since I've been here. I am Latin. Um, what's it called? My background is. Uh, Salvadorian, uh, Central America. I am first generation here in the United States. It's pretty nice to grow a community that I have grown up into um, and integrated into the bike world. That's predominantly, you know, a white business. Um, another thing is that we've expanded more on our Friday retail. So if you ever come here on a Friday, it's it's in Spanish. You'll hear things in uh, music in Spanish and you either have me greet you in Spanish as well, um, and you kind of just get to learn certain phrases, you know, how to say hi and stuff like that. Otherwise, you know, we've had a lot of clubs grow as well too, like, for example, a little bit more of the Latin stuff, like uh, Mojitas and Bicis, which is Latin women's on bike, 
and if not that we have teen spark programs that we get to retrofit bikes for teens that don't have you know access to resources like that yeah and there's a lot of friends of the bike library now that um i know that are from that kind of heritage that i've i've been able to met and there's some there's some awesome cool people that i think are doing some great things i know that you guys donate some of those like a lot of those what may be considered like scrap some people from the community will take that and then donate it to kind of um a country like yes uh so, i don't know exactly i couldn't remember the specifics but yeah you can uh what's it called so like um to kind of add on to that we have you know our salvage pile or bikes that we just don't seem to have time to work on so we'll have people pick them up and then take them down to tijuana in mexico um if not that you know in africa pretty much anywhere in the world that these parts or bikes can be reused and repurposed um, and it's it's very satisfying to hear um, and see pictures of you know kids out in these countries um, get to use these bikes that don't get reused here um, what's it called in, in Iowa yeah I think that that speaks a, b a bit to like the larger impact that kind of goes beyond just our community here in Iowa City it's great to see that like you guys are maybe like what is not get, being considered uh, for resale is being still utilized in a, in a different way. So I think that kind of speaks to that. But here I'm going to kind of rebound it back into like, because we are a public health podcast. I don't know if you know a lot about it, mm. but public health is basically just the overall health. Like if you go to a doctor's office, they're focusing on your individual health. Public health is the health of a large group of people. Okay. That's kind of how you can explain it. So how would you describe the bike library's contribution to the community in a way that is related to health? Um, let me see. Well, first off, you know, biking is exercise. You know, wherever you go, you're, you're moving your legs, you're, you're pumping sweat out of your body, you know, you're gasping for air, you know, when you hit those really big hills. But it's, it's satisfying at the end of the day to see how much work you put in, even if you're just commuting or, you know, you're not an avid biker. But, you know, it's, it's improvement each time you bike. You start noticing little little improvements as you go um, you know on top of that it really helps the environment um, you know like our life goal or mission goal here at the bike library is to get more people on bikes you know stop using so much of the fossil fuel and start looking for other resources like the bus transportation and stuff you know we don't want bike to be the only transportation you have but to be a part of a transportation amongst other choices that you have you know that it plays well into the health um you know it's just a lot of exercise it's good exercise yeah for sure i mean me and me and walter I, i've been kind of involved with the bike library here for just a little bit just over the, like i started over the summer a bit mm -hmm. and we were able to like have a small part in ragbri and that was we were feeling that after you know just even the 50 miles let alone the the entire time that one of our, our friends was doing it, 500 miles. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, if you, you do rag right, make sure you have a good time. <laughs> Life lesson learned here. He definitely found that out the hard way. But I think that's there's lots of events here that we can kind of talk about. I so yeah, what kind of programs are available to the community and that you would like to talk more about and share with the listeners? Because 
there's a large amount of involvement that can be done here at the bike library. Yes. Um, if you're trying to find an opportunity or a community to join where you want to feel safe or just have an impact into the community or something like that, definitely come down and check us out. For example, we got the WTF, uh, you know, the Women Trans Femme Night. If, uh, if you're someone who's looking to find, like I said, a good community where you want to feel comfortable, definitely come check that out. Every Tuesday night from 6 to 6 to 8 p.m. at night, um, you don't need to be a volunteer. You don't need to sign up to come show up. Just come here on the time, if you have time around around then, and they'll greet you with open arms. If you want to learn how to fix a bike, they'll definitely teach you how to do that. Otherwise, we got the retail time, which is, you know, rent a bench. You can come in and learn how to fix a bike. So we won't fix it for you. We want to teach you those skills so that you can continue teaching other people stuff like that. You know, it's a community where we like to share uh, what's it called knowledge and stuff like that not not feel like we're you know smarter than you or something smarter than you um during the summer we have gato hendrona i talked a little, little bit about it earlier um it's a bike ride every friday from 6 to 8 p.m you know you don't need to really need experience you don't need to be an avid bike rider if you're a commuter that's great it's just a nice way to kind of see more of iowa and its beauty um, there's a lot more than just corn, you know, <laughs> trust me, there's a lot more. Um, and it's a very nice way to meet friends. You know, I, that's how I met Garrett. Um, what's it called? And I definitely recommend you come and join. And if you're trying to commute during the winter, we have a winter cozy, just come on in and we'll get you signed up for it and see if you can get on the list for that. Yeah. I mean, Kind of speaking towards, uh, you kind of touched on a little bit, but like, I'm not exactly from like Iowa, but I think the bike culture here is just so like, it's very good. It's different than I would say like a bike culture in a bigger like city like Chicago, mm-hmm. where it's more of a like, where it's less about the actual culture around biking and it's more just like transportation. I think the bike culture here is very interesting in that it draws in a lot of people more so than I've ever seen. What do you, do you have anything to like kind of say on that? Just cause yeah. I like the people I've met so far here. There's a bunch of, no. a bunch of bike loving people in here in Iowa city. Oh, you said it. I mean, it's a growing community. And like you said, you know, right now it's more for transportation, but we'd like for it to grow even more from that. Um, like I said, it, we're, our goal is to get more people on bikes. There's a lot to do here, you know, especially if you're not from here. It's a, it's like I said, it's a really cool way just to get to know Iowa. Um, you know, Iowa City specifically, we're wanting to engage more people and trying to better the community, you know, get more involvement, um, safer, you know, kids, kids riding their bikes to school. You know, it's a nice thing to see when everybody's kind of joining in and really putting an effort to to improve what what we want to grow and diverse um you know more equity in the in the community and stuff like that so you know um you guys recently just had a farm cycle right yeah Yeah, and i was unfortunately too busy to be and get involved in that but i would love to hear more about how that went i can see on this board over here you guys raised twenty five thousand dollars uh you know I think that's accurate. <laughs> uh, you know, you might know a little bit more than that than me. I don't. I don't know to be honest, but uh, maybe that board is right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Farm Cycle is is an event that's been hosted for a while. I talked a little bit about you know our other employees. My boss uh, Audrey has been doing it. 
before she joined the bike library and has continued it since. And, you know, we're very grateful that we have someone like her who is leading the bike library into a new future. Um, you know, Farm Cycle is just another way to really connect with your local farms and see what they are, you know, growing, you know, uh, organic produce, supporting your your farmers. They work very hard for what they do. Um, and the Farm Cycle really does a good job of taking you out there and letting you know, like, what 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 the community offers to you um, aside from, you know, what you see around you. Um, which is really cool. I've done this is my third year this year that I've done it, and before I joined, I did my first year two years ago, and gen and genuinely, it was one of the best experiences I've had. Um, it really takes you out of your comfort zone and puts you in a spot where you know you want to make friends and get to know people and where they come from and stuff like that. You have people who come almost all over the world to really to really come and join and do this. Um, but yeah, if you're interested i recommend next year to try it out what um so you say you go to like the local farms around the area what uh do you know like do you get to meet the people who run them and like learn about what they do i guess what farms did you get to visit this year so this year off the top of my head i'll be honest y'all i don't remember <laughs> um but you know we the farms that we've got to visit there's always somebody there to really show you around Man, I'm really drawing a blank right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm good. on the spot, but no, you're good. Uh, what's it called? We did go to Wilson Orchard. I, nice. I will. I do remember that one, and uh, I believe they're starting. You know, a little little apple orchard that you get to walk through, and you know, kind of pick apples, which was really cool. We got to try their apples that's been growing, and let me tell you, the they were worth it. They're really worth it. Did you get to go to Grow Johnson County? Do you know? Was that a part of it? I'm gonna say that's like maybe. the community farm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think the the public health college has a big like connection through them just because it's a, a very like it's they do a lot of good stuff for the community just by providing this is a tangent but they provide like uh, people of the community just with resources to grow the food that they like so That's for it. for um, maybe immigrants who want to you know have food from their own country, home, yeah. home country they get to do that no definitely community gardens are very must and. We here at the bike library, our, our goal is to maybe, you know, get more of that stuff out there. Um, support your local gardens. Uh, there's a lot of them here in Iowa City, especially in parks. Go check them out. Yeah, I guess kind of I'm going to stay focused here on this event uh, kind of aspect. I was a part of two events over the summer. It was, well, one was kind of a more in, informal thing. It was the when we gave the, ki uh, the kids those bikes. I don't know if that had a name. Oh, uh, what's it called? So I think you're talking about the diversity market. Okay, yeah. So the diversity market is another community-based program that's been happening for a couple of years now, and that you can find it. Well, if you know where Taco Bell is here in Iowa City, it's around that area. Oh, um, yeah. What's it called? I'll come back to that, but <laughs> okay. what's it called? It's just a nice way to get more of the people of color to grow, show their shops. Um, it's an event that happens on Saturdays during the summer. People of color bring their own shop. You know, they sell pretty much almost anything. Uh, food vendors as well too. Bike library was nice enough to be, to be able to go in and give bikes, kids bikes for free and the raffle. And it's a lot of fun to see, good music, good food, good people to talk to. Um, you definitely, definitely need something to check out for next year. 
And I guess I'm going to kind of shift back over to what you're talking about for the kind of rent event sh- that is, it happens every week and you can, anybody can come and join and you don't even need to know anything because that's what I did. I just showed up and had a bike that was secondhand and I started working on it. I thought it was great. Can you talk more about how you guys are able to teach uh, people who maybe don't know anything about bikes and are able to give them information that helps them become, you know, maybe even masters of um, working on their own bike. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said before, we have really good employees. I've talked a little bit about Audrey. She's a great mechanic. And then we have our lead mechanic, Drew. He is a great teacher, has a lot of good, great patience, very great <laughs> patience. You know, are we pride ourselves in that we don't want to touch your bike we really want you to feel in control of what you're doing to your bike we're there to take you step by step on how to fix your bike you know whether that be something simple like fixing flat changing your grips you know changing a wheel or your cables or cable housing Um, as i'm saying this stuff maybe you don't know what that is but that's okay you know that's that's this is a way for you to feel invited to come down and learn what those components are on your bike if you're commuting you know like how to maintain your bike uh, for cleaning this or you know if you're running through the winter you know how how many times do you want to fill up your tire or how do you fill up your tire simple stuff like that you know we don't we don't want you to feel intimidated or feel like you have to know this stuff um, it's a very welcoming place where we want to share our knowledge with you and make you feel empowered and how to and knowing how to fix your own bike um, it's a really it's a really good feeling once you get one component done, you kind of start feeling like, man, this is not as hard as I thought it was going to be. And it's a nice way to invite people in. Um, like Garrett said, he started with his own bike and myself and Drew were there to kind of help him step by step. And, you know, as you know, now, now we're doing a podcast about the bike library. So, you know, that's all I really need to say. Yeah. Um, kind of talking more about uh, the availability for people it's kind of I, what i enjoy is the ability to kind of um have these replacement parts or have um even be able to upgrade higher quality parts that are maybe secondhand but still perfectly functionable so do you want to talk a little bit about the kind of donation process and the resale because i know we haven't really even talked about the fact that you guys sell complete bikes mm-hmm. and as-is bikes as well as the, I don't know, what's checkout the? Checkout bikes. The checkout bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, you can you want to talk a little bit about that and kind of inform the people if they just want an as-is bike or check it out a bike just to see? Yeah, so, you know, we have, we the bike library's been around for 18 plus years. We started with just the checkout bikes where you can come in, put a down deposit, whatever, you know, the bike tag says we're since we're a non-profit and we don't charge taxes so if a bike says 150 150 is what you're putting down as a deposit you get six months to rent out a bike you don't need to keep it for the full six months if you want to bring it back within the week three months you know as long as you bring it back within the six months we'll minus 50 dollars from what you originally deposited uh, which is a really good deal genuinely genuinely you're just paying 50 dollars um you know from the down deposit that you gave uh, which is really cool. If you like the checkout bike, then you can keep it, and we keep we keep the money as simple as that. And then we have as-is bikes that are safe to ride. We don't like to put anything out there that isn't. Of course, since we're a learning shop, uh, these bikes may need a bit more maintenance. So that you know, that's a nice opener for you to come in and learn how to fix a bike um, or upgrade components or make it more yours. 
Um, one thing I always like to tell people is a bike doesn't have to stay the same. Um, the bike can change to however you really want it. You know, the seat, the handlebars, the tires, the wheels, like whatever is available to that is, is most definitely most definitely changeable. Um, yeah. yeah. I, as a as a guy who's seen um, Walter's bikes, there I don't think there's one thing that stays the same no. throughout the time that he rides it. No. I mean, and how many bikes do you have at this point? At this point, uh, did I'm you about, da- did I'm you downgrade? A, no, no, I'm about to uh, <laughs> get another fourth one. You know? <laughs> once you get started, once you start learning how to do these things, the the addiction starts starts growing. You know, you need a bike for almost any occasion. You know, commuting, <laughs> mountain biking, gravel, or just just for fun bike, uh, it's, it's definitely, definitely oh, a yeah. hobby. I mean, and the time trial bike that you just keep around, just because yeah, you, know, you, you got to go fast. Yeah, <laughs> you got to build up that speed, you know? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go, we're going to have one last question here. I think that um, I've been able to be lucky enough to get involved with the bike library, and I was um, made aware of all the benefits that were, like, made available to me once I did. Um, but if a person that... Is listening to this maybe doesn't this is the first time hearing about the bike library how could a person listening uh maybe get involved with the organization or involved with these events that kind of help out the shop that's a that's a really good question so if you want to come volunteer you we don't really have a way you can do it at home you got to come to the shop during a retail day so wednesday fridays we're open from 12 to 5 saturdays we're open from 10 to 3. Yep, we're only open three days. I know, crazy. Um, otherwise, you can come down to the shop and we'll get you signed up. I will be your host for the orientation. Um, if you don't want to really sign up, but just coming down and help, you're more than welcome to go to the Bike Library website and you can sign up for our weekly newsletters and it'll keep you up to date with the events that are coming up. We really appreciate with any help that you can give. It, we're not. It's not a job, you know. You're just volunteering. We're not going to call you when you don't show up for your shift. It's just a really nice place for you to come and, you know, do de-stress if you've had a really long day of work or, you know, learn more about stuff or have a good time with other people, you know, like it's all volunteer oriented and a lot of it has been thanks to the community and for them to come and uh, donate bikes that they don't want. Um, So, yeah, thank you. For sure. I think it's, uh, I think we got a lot of great information here about the bike library, but, um, if you want to learn more, it'd be bikelibrary.com. Is that just, yeah, yeah. bikelibrary.com. And I think what we will be able to do is, um, set it up. So if you're really interested, we can have a link be involved within the, uh, the episode or whatever. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you to Walter for taking the time. We've been trying to schedule this for a good amount of time yeah. now. Uh, we're both busy guys, and we had there was even a consideration to do it real late at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm committed to it. I'm very committed. Yeah, to it. I mean, he is the. I feel like you're the marketing man for the bike library. Almost. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the compliment, but uh, it's just it's a team. It's a team based yeah, thing, you know. Definitely a big. It's a great team. I've been enjoying all of the cool connections I've been able to make here. So uh, just, you know, giving back and being able to, you know, advertise it a little bit more to maybe a different crowd of people. So from the front row, that'll be all from us. Thank you. Have a nice day. That's it for our episode this week. Big thank you to Walter for joining us on the podcast today. 
This episode was hosted and written by Garrett Naughton and edited and produced by Garrett and Lauren Lavin. You can learn more about the University of Iowa College of Public Health on Facebook. Our podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, please share it with your colleagues, friends, or anyone interested in public health. Have a suggestion for our team? You can reach us at cph-gradambassador at uiowa.edu. This episode is brought to you by the University of Iowa College of Public Health. Until next week, stay healthy, stay curious, and take care.